0: He e nā nā irirangi o Aotearoa. Kia ora, Healthier or Hoax is back for another season with me, your host, Stacey Morrison. I know that life is busy and it's sometimes hard to find the time and money to do all the things we're told we should do. But now you have me. I've talked to the experts and in some cases tested the trends to find out if they're actually worth spending your time and money on. This week, we're looking into sound healing. The idea of using sound for healing seems to have been around for a very long time. These days, terms like binaural beats and kilohertz wavelengths are being bandied about. And we'll look at those more in a minute. But first, I went along to visit Kata Maikes, a sound healing teacher and practitioner for my first sound therapy session.
1: I'm going to assess um, your body with with one of the instruments I'm going to pick. I usually use them intuitively. You just relax. I do whatever I need to do. I feel um, drawn to. Obviously, it's not for you to suffer. So if you feel a sound is really uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and you can't bear it, you can say, oh, let's go on to another instrument or it's too painful here or there because sounds can create such feelings sometimes.
0: So the pain that you were describing, being painful, that would be an emotional level rather than physical? You're not going to hit be, me yes something?
1: Yes, could be emotional as well. But for some people, they experience, like, um, you know, a tension in the shoulder or in the muscles. Usually I recommend to people to stay with the sound, even if it's uncomfortable mm-hmm. and feelings coming up, because it means that it started to shift something in your mind or body. So how would you expect
0: me to feel after this session?
1: So there are many different feelings. Usually people feel relaxed and at ease after a session, lighter. For some people, uh, they, during the session they experience some kind of release as well.
0: Kata explains that sound healing works through sympathetic resonance. She says everything has a vibration, all our organs and cells, but sometimes external influences can upset that vibration or frequency. Sound healing helps bring everything back into balance. She says the sympathetic resonance can also retrain the frequency of brain activity. So, you've probably heard of brain waves, but in this case, we're not talking about that great idea you had to get your tattoo on your... forearm, we're talking about the frequency your brain is working at. So, an electroencephalogram, or EEG, measures brain activity in frequencies or waves. Picture that squiggly line across a hospital monitor. And scientists have given certain ranges of these frequencies names, like alpha, beta, delta, theta, and so on. Now, if someone's brain is registering a delta frequency, so between 0.5 to 4 hertz, they're probably deeply asleep or unconscious. If someone has a better
1: frequency, 12 to 35 hertz, they're awake and alert. We are not constantly in the same brainwave state If we go to high beta, then things can be stressful, we might feel tensed. And during the session, obviously, I'm going to try to draw your body down to the lower frequencies so your body can rest, your mind can rest.
0: Kata quickly runs me through the instruments she might use during the session.
1: Those are crystal balls, the coloured ones. Uh, Same as with the tuning forks, they are tuned. To the certain frequency that you can see, even see on the tuning forks. The Himalayan bowls and the gongs have more overtones, so not precisely tuned to a certain um, frequency or um, tone. Um, you can see some drums over there an ocean drum, and the rain stick, and the tinctures. Those I usually use for grounding and dispersing energy. Then
0: we get started. First, I have to set an intention something positive I want to focus on. Yes, calm, energised and balanced. Three, I like that, that sounds balanced. <laughs> okay. well, then I get up on the bed and Kata covers me with a cosy blanket and we begin with some breathing and positive visualisation exercises.
1: Now I invite you to remember to a time in your life whenever you felt loved and accepted just the way you were. For
0: about half an hour, 40 minutes, Kata works around me with her instruments. I think I fell asleep. Well, it was very relaxing. But I'll tell you more about that in a minute. First, let's find out what the science says about sound healing. For this, I visited AUT's Akoranga campus to meet Associate Professors Mangor Pedersen and Daniel Shepard from the Department of Psychology and Neuroscience. Superstar Benny came to these guys for advice when she was creating her song, Bagels, Mangor and Daniel welcome me into their lab where all the magic happens.
2: Right, so this is formally called a sound attenuating chamber. So when we do our research in here, we can bring participants in, and they're not actually being distracted by what's going on in the world. Cars driving past, aeroplanes, people talking
0: noisily. Right, so could we go in there and see if we're less yeah. distracted? You should. we can. We'll hear the difference in sound as well. So. Okay, so you were talking about when people come in here for an experiment, what happens? So in this booth, it's
3: ideal to measure several different things. Uh, One of the things we measure is the electrophysiological activity from our brain. So our neurons fire, and then we can pick up those signals with an EEG cap, which has electrodes on it. Uh, We also uh, fit several other devices on participants, such as uh, monitoring of pulse, so we can measure their heart rate, essentially. Uh, We're also doing what we call galvanic skin response, uh, which is essentially we can quantify how much people sweat in here, which is a marker of stress.
0: Oh, wow. So what
3: stresses them (laughs) out? A different kind of experience stresses them out. In our particular study um, that we did with Benny, for example, we played a variety of songs from very calming songs, soothing songs, to very agitating, sort of heart-pumping, heavy metal songs. So we see there that the
0: responses are very different in people. They were literally stress and sweat in response to some songs? Yes. Okay, so tell (laughs) us about the Benny experiment. How did that come about
2: Right, so uh, we did some research a couple of years ago looking at um, a piece of music that was um, promoted as the most relaxing song in the world, and that was uh, by a band called Marconi Union, and the song was called Weightless. And of course, uh, they didn't really have any evidence whatsoever to um, back up that statement. It was actually looked to be bankrolled by a marketing company. So, uh,
0: Who would have guessed? Yes,
2: who would have guessed?
0: So they took that Marconi Union's wait list and compared it to some less restful sounds. Which is some um,
2: construction sites and aircraft sound and... Uh,
0: Fingers down the blackboard. Yep, that's the one. They got people to listen to the sounds and then measured their responses and did find some evidence that backed up the claim that the song was relaxing. They wrote their findings out.
2: So the Benny people saw that, they uh, came in... And uh, they said, look, we're going to be working with Youthline and ASB. Could you give us some advice on how to sort of make a song, okay, that could be considered calming, appeasing and
0: relaxing? Benny went away and composed a song. And then Mangor and Daniel at AUT tested this song too.
2: We did, so we took two types of measurements. Uh, The measurements uh, that I was interested in was the electrophysiological ones that Mangles just talked about and the idea there is that we can actually take these measures and we can sort of uh, look to see whether an individual at least uh, from the body perspective is um, feeling stress or feeling mellow. And
0: Mangold, what did we get to with the Benny song in particular?
3: Yeah, so one of the interesting things for us was how little we understand about the brain and music. We feel things when when we listen to music, so there's got to be lots of changes in the brain, but because this is such a complex organ, it is quite challenging to disentangle specifically what's happening in the brain so what we were fortunate to do here was to play a range of different songs and put the electrophysiological recordings on people's heads and what we found was what the bene song had clearly less brain activity and connectivity compared to all the other songs so this suggesting that the brain sort of lets go when relaxes. when listening to the music,
0: yes. Yeah, so when your brain's not working, we're relaxed. Exactly. And Daniel says it's clear that music can heal.
2: I mean, music therapy has been established for probably well over 100 years and research has been done on the ability of music to heal.
0: But is more sceptical about sound healing
2: but the uh, sound healing is probably more an enterprise than a um, a treatment. When we look at sound healing, typically we're looking at um, a particular movement that sort of uh, combines uh, meditation with a particular tone. Now, the, the tone that seems to be popular is 528 hertz, and... The idea there is that when you meditate and you play this tone, uh, sort of perhaps once every 30 seconds or, or some regime like that, uh, according to uh, them, that will give you um, repair of DNA, relaxation, it will treat anxiety and, um, and depression, and it will put you basically into a better place. So the idea there is that uh, 520 hertz, which is the, um, the Solveggio tone, um, will do this to you.
0: I'm listening to the tone of your voice, and that sounds like you don't really think that it has scientific backup.
2: (laughs) Right, yes. Yes, the intonation of my voice is probably not supporting um, this. Um, We also have done in the past um, experiments on binaural beats where you get um, two slightly different tones in each ear, and the idea is that it produces an imaginary tone inside your head that then um, entrains brain activity. Um, We've done quite a bit of experimentation on that over the years and we found that um, has not really uh, gathered uh, any um, scientific evidence. Um, But I will say that I think um, next year we will actually have a look at the um, (laughs) Solveggio tone um, and we'll see what we can actually um,
0: find. Update us if you decide. I was wrong. (laughs) We need evidence, right? Yeah. In terms of evidence and on the scale of healthy to hoax where would you put sound healing?
2: Well, I mean, sound healing does have the component of meditation, so I would put that at the healthy end. Um, When you add the tone to it, the tone in isolation, I would probably put that at hoax. Um, We do need to remember, though, that everyone is different and, you know, sound is very subjective. So, so long as a particular sound, be it a nature sound, a tone or music can transport you to your happy place, then it's going to be good.
3: We all use music in different ways, but if it makes you feel good, that's a good thing in the end, and the, the brain's gonna have a good response from, from taking a time out, being relaxed, and, and experiencing good
0: emotions. A sound healing session is roughly the same price as a massage. The message from Daniel and Mangor here is that there's not a lot of scientific evidence that sound healing can fix specific problems, and the studies we found usually ended with a call for more robust research. For me personally, Kata's sound healing was very relaxing and actually just a real treat.
1: Obviously everything is connected and if we let our mind and body relax and calm down a little bit, the self-healing process can start. So I I always tell to people it's not me healing anyone or the, the instruments, it's your body, it's your own body's wisdom.
0: Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Healthier Hoax, hosted by me, Stacey Morrison. A big thank you to our guests for sharing their time and expertise with us. Healthier Hoax is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. Hit that follow button so you don't miss an episode. Mauri Kyakoto wishing you the best of health.